Hey buds! We are two 20-something-year-old women fresh out of college and fresh into all things work, life, relationships, and self-appreciation. As we find ourselves, we hope to provide a space for others to join in on our takes on life and the process of making sense out of the nonsense. So welcome to our podcast, where we make the grass a little greener, because here, we We grow grow together. Here we are, once again. Back again. Oh yes. Missed every time. I already know it. I know. I feel it. I can feel the love <laughs> coming through. I really hope that we have that one faithful listener. It's like, yes. No, for real. And I think that like I sometimes be wishing that like they can do um like I don't know, some type of like interactive piece to it. Cause sometimes I listen to a podcast and I'm like, I really wish I could have talked about that with somebody. I mean, I'm talking about with you, of course, but that's always great. But you know, getting everybody's opinion. Getting everyone's opinion. You love to see it. We get, Hopefully we'll get more ratings and reviews and that'll give us a little bit more of a piece. Um, I feel like that's a start. That's very true. And then from there, we go to live sessions where we go out into the world with people. Yeah. Exciting. Shutting, shutting places down, having meet and greets. Feeling real black girl bravado. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to my girls. But yes. So we have a bonus episode. I think this is our first bonus episode since we've started. So that is a milestone for us. Yeah, this is bonus number two. The first one like counts but doesn't count because I was like, get to know us. But this is like oh, our first cool. bonus. Yeah. Yeah, we did that. Um, that was our first bonus, and then this bonus is um obviously like more subject related. Okay, this is our first one that we've done since we got some meat into our podcasting life. Yes, yes. I love it. I love it. And what are we gonna get into the, to today? What's our topic? So we're gonna be talking about something very popular. Also, want to put a disclaimer out there that if you do not want any spoilers. True. Unfortunately, this is not a bonus that you can listen to. But if you've watched it all the way to the end, which has to have been recently because the reunion just came out, <laughs> we are going to be talking about Love is Blind. And I know some people are going to be like, Ugh. but some people are going to be like, yes. <laughs> That's me. That's me. I love a That's messy me. love drama. You, I love all things messy, all things reality. I'm here for it. And... I just feel like I have so many opinions. I'm so ready to just lay all my opinions out there on the table. And quite frankly, this could give us an idea of, give our listeners an idea of just how we view relationships and love and our opinion on if love is truly blind. So maybe we can start with a question. We can start out with that question. Oh, that's deep. Whoa. Do you think love is truly blind? I will actually add on to that and ask, do you think before watching this show, answer, did you think love was blind? And then like, what is your opinion after watching the show? I do not think love is blind. Um, Before and after. Okay. (laughs) I think this solidified that it's not blind, but I don't think I thought that from the start. Um, I do think though, that this show has shown me 
that if you do get to know a person first, like their personality and like their traits, you might be more willing to like try to make things work and try to go a little bit off of what you think your in quotes type is. But at the end of the day, I do think that love is not completely blind. I think that we do factor that in. I wholeheartedly agree. I agree. I don't think love is blind either. I wish. I wish. I wish. Like, I wish we were like that. But then I think that you're like, by saying that love is blind, I think you are really trying to X out and negate really, really big, big parts of being a human being true and a developed human being at the end of the day like this is not the stone ages we are not at the beginning of time this is the era of social media this is the era of just like aesthetics this is the era. like we are not only is this a bad time to ask people if love is blind when we are in a society where we are consumed <laughs> oh, it's far from it's and people's it's- looks like maybe if we came out with a show like this so a, a decade or two decades ago maybe we could have asked this question but like we are way too consumed in aesthetics in my opinion and low-key like i don't even think they were the show was meant to, I believe, to hit on looks, but it low-key, every season seems to uncover more so, like, is love blind when it comes to accepting traits you don't like? Like, exactly. Like, we're accepting more so traits that's like, I wouldn't go for this in the outside world, but I'm going to try it here because what's what happened to me in the outside world hasn't worked. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm going to try. Like, if I don't like this about the person, I'm going to try it out. If they like I don't know, like, it's just different traits. I think people were trying on the show versus what they would have dated outside um, outside of the show. And I don't know. That didn't seem to, to work too well either. I'm not going to lie. No, it didn't. Traits and looks, it just kind of seemed like it was just very big differences. Um, and it also just kind of showed, too, that, I don't know, when you're forced and when you're put into an environment – Like, this is, like, the main thing you learn in psychology. Obviously, you learn, like, control variable, um, dependent variable, independent variable, like, those kind of things. And, like, if you're put in a controlled environment, which I feel like is where they are, where you have a lot of things that are manipulated in order to make this happen, it's kind of like, And now that we know how the show works like we've seen three seasons of this I think they should get more into what the process looks like for next season for season four it would be nice to see more of the couples like what they were doing before they actually start to finalize and get to their top two because like I think we come in when they're kind of close to their end of like okay we kind of chose who we're going to choose whatever but it'll be nice to kind of see how people are starting to like trickle people down to get to that you know this is my top two people I want to engage to mm-hmm and, and I was off. What'd you say? Let me kind of see, like, okay, where are we getting at? Because I think that too will kind of help the choice factor. Because it just kind of seems random when you just see like that little ending part of them choosing each other. But if we saw the process of like, first I like five people, then I like two, then I pick this one. You might feel a bit more involved in the love story. Yeah, yeah. And I think that like overall for me, I made a joke when I was watching it. Like this would be really funny if. The whole idea was put out if it was made as like a counter um, experiment where it was like 
on the outside, we're putting out like, is love blind? But then this is actually an experiment to show you guys that it's not. Right. What they were thinking when they made this, because they knew. (laughs) (laughs) Like we're here like to basically tell you, oh, yeah, we think love is blind. But like we want we want to put this show out there to show that you guys are superficial and love is actually not blind. And we knew that from the start. So and I don't know. Continue to learn this each each season. It gets worse and worse. It gets worse. It's definitely, it's getting blinder and blinder. (laughs) Yeah, and we started off with a really good start with Lauren and Cameron. That's why I'm like kind of frustrated because I think Lauren and Cameron gave me hope Um, because they were also the first couple to get married. And I want to say he made his decision in like four days or something like that. Don't quote me because I don't remember that long ago, but it was like very short amount of days where he was like, I know this is the girl for me. And they, even when you see them interact, like now, like obviously I don't know them, but when I see them do their little videos, YouTube videos, Instagram, like interact and stuff, like they actually seem like they're like a good fit for each other. Like they feed off of each other. But I feel like for shows like this, they kind of assume it's going to be more fails than successes. Like Mm -hmm. Lauren and Cameron are a diamond in the rough, honestly, when it comes to shows like this, I think that's kind of the expectation is that it's not going to be too many. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be too many. When it's, I don't know, because you have to have part entertainment, part actual experiment. And like mm-hmm. Lauren and Cameron just happened to have both. Like Cameron's sitting there rapping to her parents. Like nobody could have expected that. So mm-hmm. he, he gave the energy and they were really in love. So I do think that like they are going to be hard to beat. That is very true. And then once again, from like the psychology point, obviously when you test things out and you do experiments, just like you said, there's going to be hella failures. And there's going to be like um, one that is luck up, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, there's always going to be one amongst like hundreds of failures. So I hate to call these people failures, but the relationship was a failure. Yeah, not failures. Not just <laughs> somebody else is out there for them. Not, mm-hmm. They didn't meet them here. They didn't meet them here. So let's get yeah. to couples. I feel like we have we have given an overarching view of what we think of the show, but this season, season three, who should we start with? Oh my gosh. Where do you want to start? I think we should start light. And I think Brennan and Alexa were the lightest. Okay, we can go okay. lightest to more the most challenging. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I like this this couple but in theory of like the show I think that they came in with the right show idea because Alexa coming in and Loki like keeping the secret that she is coming from a rich family is what the show I feel like is made for Mm -hmm. to have a secret like that where somebody in the real world can see that and be like oh I want her for her money no, I'm getting on the show that is taking away all that and you have to like me for me. So I think that they are the only couple on here that really made sense to come on the show together. Mm-hmm. Now, in the reunion, I was a little bit blue because I did feel like they were giving, they became the Michelle and Barack. Like they felt like, mm-hmm. okay, we got it right. So I'm gonna like give y'all all the advice. Mm-hmm. But I think they need, they need a good a good couple years on their belt before I, before I uh, solidify it. Before you start judging people, right? right. Like you, you just made it out of the experiment. Like, relax. Michelle and Barack, the whole, like, just, like, 
we did like it was given I'm I'm better than y'all or we better than y'all and I didn't like that because like you said get some time get some experience and then we'll see for me yeah I had a little bit of faith for um Alexa and Brandon only because like the way my boyfriend painted it was like city girl country boy like that's typical romance like take the city girl out the city bring her to the country right and then she may have some interest in the country because she spent her whole life not technically in the city but basically and like being rich right so I think that it has potential um the only thing that I didn't like for me (laughs) I made a joke and I was basically saying like Brendan got to the reunion after messing with a rich girl for a while, thinking he just he thinking he's somebody, right? Like, now he she did put him on no G. I'm not see, gonna lie, he came in there real smooth with that. He black was acting <laughs> real different, like real different, and I could see that. Like, you know, like you're happy with the partner that you ended up with, like all of that. But I don't know when he first came in, it was giving like real humble and genuine, like genuine, yeah, genuine and humble. Like he came from humble beginnings, and he did not like try to hide that at all which was good um but yeah it w- it's just a little bit of that and I have one specific point one last point one of my things which also will come up from one of the other couples is I didn't like how she knew that Brendan I keep wanting to say Brendan she knew that Brendan was at like a financial level that was not at the financial level that her parents had provided for her right but then when they sat down in the like going to each other's apartments episode and they sat down in her apartment and she was like well like how much money are you making basically like I want to be a stay-at-home mom I want to have a house within a year and I want to be able to still maintain my luxury lifestyle and like you know how much money he makes but also she's like I don't have any bills the only bills I pay are my shopping bills it's like but you live in a penthouse so who's paying for that who's right and then (laughs) keep them paying that's (laughs) keep them paying and I think that that's kind of like a big point that people from like richer backgrounds kind of like I don't know if they notice it and they don't care or they just tend to not notice it, but it's like, that's a very big responsibility to put on your partner, to expect them to just come in and take over all that your parents have done for you up until this point. And they could just put all of that on their salary and their paycheck. Like that's a lot. First of all, your parents' salaries are combined. So that's a thing. And then secondly, even if it is just your dad, like he obviously has a lot of money. Brennan didn't have, and he made sure to let her know, like, I don't have the prenup and all that other stuff, but I'm not coming. Like, I don't have that type of salary. That's like, I can come in and do every single thing for you that your dad's been doing for you for years. I could come in, take over this penthouse, buy you a house, you know, have you have us on vacations couple, couple times a year. Like that's a really, really, really big ask. And yeah, I think that could that could that could be a riff in the relationship because it's like you're gonna have to basically meet me where I'm at. But like also I don't wanna have to ask you to stop your quality of living, which is what her dad has said was like we live a very luxurious life. We go on trips, we spend money, we have a good time, like with money, basically. Exactly. <laughs> and like if you can't come in and provide that, that's what she's expecting. 
Basically. Which is a whole clip because it seems like her dad all like he only had daughters from what it looks like, and that kind of sucked. Because like if it was a woman getting married to the family, she low key coming into money. But like exactly. I getting married to that family, you like dang, I gotta, I gotta step my up. liver. But then the other half of that is like whatever family business they got going on, they just add Brendan to the family business. Oh, true. So my <laughs> joke was like. When he had that suit on at the reunion and he acting different, I'm like, her dad must have added him to the business. He part of the uh, family yeah. now. He making He's money for real. <laughs> Add him to the family and y'all good. Whatever business they got going on, they made sure not to tell it, but they doing something and I'm it's making the money. So that's the only thing I feel like. Financial is always a big thing in marriages. So, I mean, fingers crossed for Brennan. Um, hopefully he can uphold her standards, but All right, we'll see. We'll, that's we'll tough. see when the, uh, after the altar comes out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get into Matt and Coileen. Yeah. Um, I am like hashtag save Colleen. No, for real. I felt like every scene with them two low-key needed a trigger warning like what (laughs) is going on it just seemed very crazy like first I think it's crazy how shows work because when I first started watching the show and Coileen kept talking about how she was a ballerina I'm like okay like I was low-key annoyed but then like that kind of distracted me from when Matt started acting crazy I low-key didn't notice he was acting crazy until like after the scene ended when they were at that beach house and like he was mad about I think them him and uh or Coileen and Cole talking or something like that and then I was like oh wait this whole time I'm looking at Coileen like she looked kind of superficial but Matt is something else (laughs) yeah he is and trigger warning I I agree 100% because I have had experiences in my past and I really was like yeah I'm being triggered like for real like I felt it because just having like really big outbursts like that for like stuff that could be a conversation is like it's triggering and it's a problem like 1000% because this isn't something this isn't me saying that this wasn't something that Matt could have been frustrated or mad about but it's also, I personally do not think something that deserved as big of an outburst that that ended up being. And it was really like convenient for him to just be like, I'm done. Take the mics off. I'm not doing this no more. Right. It was very immature to keep being like, I'm about to go and then not leave. Like that he was sat with his bag, bags packed and waited for her to get back. If you was really about to go, you would have packed your bag and left. You waiting at the house like, yeah, let me show her this my socks in this uh suitcase real quick. <laughs> exactly. And you wanted, like, you want her to have that, like, no, please don't leave me. Like, exactly. please, I can't do this without you. Like, I, I want to be with you. I'll do anything for you. And then in the confessional part after at the resort argument, she's like, I don't care if I'm people pleasing or not. Like, I will literally do anything to keep him. That's exactly the type of person that he would want like that's the type of person that that type of personality attracts is like I'm gonna blow up and you're gonna beg for me to stay and I that's what I want so I'm gonna make sure yes so I'm gonna make sure that that cycle repeats I'm going to always do that so then when the second one happened when it was in the the houses the apartments I was so glad that part that Bartis was like dude you've been looking for a problem since day one like Like, he pointed that out and was like 
are you trying to find something wrong with her? Because it seems like you've been trying to argue with her since the beginning. And I literally wish I had what y'all had, right? Which I think was an unnecessary comment. But I still feel like that first comment of like, don't think we haven't peeped that you've been on her ass since the beginning. And like, I'm glad he spoke up and said that because- that's important to like put him in his place and be like, no, you crazy for real. And she not even doing nothing wrong. And you, you're literally exploding. So hashtag save Colleen. I think she looked frightened the entire reunion. Somebody tweet that. And I low key, like I had saw that before I watched the reunion and I'm like, I feel so bad for this girl. I'm not going to lie. Like, Mm -hmm. cause even when like, like the answers were happening, it just seemed like she was low key, very calculated and thinking like, what can I say? What can I not say? Like, yeah. And made sure to reference the pool party like multiple times, like apologizing for it multiple times, like still feeling guilty and reunions damn near like a year later, like apologizing for it multiple times and just making that very known and just seem seeming very scared almost. Um, And it just seemed like he always wanted to make sure that he answered before she answered so that she wouldn't say nothing that he didn't want out there in the world like when they were explaining their living situation that was also very weird it seemed like they were lying like they're basically trying to say yeah like yeah like we're not living together we're living in two separate apartments because of this and she's like trying to over explain it at this point and then he's jumping in and saying stuff they're cutting each other off it just seemed real like not that you have to explain your living situation to the world which I do feel like some of the questions that the hosts were asking like the Lachey's were asking were a little personal true in my opinion Cause you don't have to explain your sex life to the world. You don't have to explain your living situation to the world, but like they were just kind of egging things like, like keeping it going and going and going. And it's like, damn. And now you were asking little... questions. I feel like we actually wanted to know. So it was exactly. like, like, I don't care. Did I really care about where they was living at? Not really. So I, mean, I don't really care. But that's, that's cause they knew something like they know they're not living together. So you're like, let me, let me get them to spill. Yeah. Let's egg it. They want the, the nosy stuff, the juicy stuff. So Let's hope and pray that nothing is ha- like it hasn't gotten worse. But I personally just feel like we saw everything we needed to see. To right. Like, I hope that was edits. I hope that was something going on with the edits that was making it seem what we what we thought. Because I, yeah. I really hope she's not living through that. Yep. All right. Now we're getting into the the last three, which I feel like are in the juicy, the juicy realm. Yeah. So Cole and Zainab. Yeah um personally this was a very very interesting situation for me because I didn't necessarily have a strong opinion towards them as I was watching the season it was not until I got to the reunion that I was like what the heck like did I miss something yeah right like I didn't know wanted to go back and watch the episodes over again Cause like, I just didn't see the stuff that Zainab was saying happened. Like I didn't see it. And I'm like, maybe it was a little bit more discreet and I missed it. I didn't go back and rewatch, but I just kind of went based off of what I saw. And personally, once again, a trigger warning for me because Zainab was very much so giving pathological liar. Like she was making up lies to help her narrative. Like she had decided at some point that she was going to establish this narrative And she's like, okay, let me start building evidence to fit my narrative. And that's not for me to excuse some of Cole's comments and his behaviors, because 
for me, like he did do and say certain things that were like, what? But I also kind of feel like Cole, if anything, was more immature than he was like mean and disrespectful. Like, I think a lot of things was given like, he's just showing that he's 25 and you're showing that you're 31. But I also think just to add a very important component to this is like, Zenob was and is or like had to grow up like she basically like she said her parents both died when she was 13 and when she was uh, 18 exactly. and so I personally believe she probably which I know personally you have to grow up a lot faster so at 20 years old she probably was acting 30 years old at 30 years old she's probably she's acting 40 years old yeah. right like she is a lot older in probably mentally than a lot of 30 year olds probably are and so to be that far apart from someone that's like 25 and like damn near fresh out of college or whatever and it's like very like young and bubbly I feel like we literally saw Cole go from like young and bubbly to like literally depressed like that boy like he didn't know what to do he was trying to like mold himself into what he thought she wanted and didn't even know what she wanted so he was just he was all over the place he seemed lost that wedding scene though I think that's when my turn happened was like she gave that speech and then walked off and everybody was clapping I was like are you kidding me (laughs) I said I know for a fact like there's no way I would have done something like that and not called you night before. Like, gee, I'm about to go off with him at the altar. I'm not not telling nobody that. Like, exactly. And for that to be like, I didn't know my parents were going to do that. I didn't know they were going to like think, even if I didn't tell y'all to go off with him at the altar, I'm going to say, I'm going to say no. So like, mm-hmm. there, for her to be like, nobody even knew. Like I had made that decision right at the altar. That was not no altar on the fly speech, G. That the was speech like, was rehearsed. She was in the okay. mirror the night before, the week before, really giving what she was going to say. As soon as she saw that man house, though, I feel like she said, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, she knew. Yeah, because it was disgusting. I will say that 100%. That was gross. The toilet was gross and I would have been grossed out myself. But I also know that once again, he just had a very, like, he was just very mature. It gave like really college frat boy because you go to a college Mm -hmm. boy's house and it's disgusting. Like he just lived like a young, did not leave his peak phase. Mm -hmm. And then in the pods, I do think he sold a drink because he like, I dated women that were 30 years old and I did this and this. And I'm ready for kids. He's like, I'm ready for marriage. I'm ready for kids right now. I want to give you hella kids. Like that one, I agree. So then you get into a situation (laughs) with a girl who really is like, okay, I'm about to test everything you said you was about. Now it's not fun no more. He wasn't ready for all that. I do agree with that. It was a dream sold. And I just, it just, it it was sad to see. Like, I think he tried to act a lot older. Like you said, like he tried to be who she wanted or be what he would think somebody that age would want. And like, that just wasn't, that's just not what he needed at the time. And I also think like he wasn't, mm, I'm actually not sure because I'm not sure of everybody's age. I know that um, Bartise was also young. Bartise was 25, but I don't know I if anybody else. 
I think they, them two were the youngest. Those two were the youngest. Yeah. And I just feel like in a cast of people that were older than you, like you may have thought that you had to try to act a certain way to blend in when that you just may not have been ready for something like this. And that's okay. (laughs) Right. It's okay. But it is a big risk because he also lost like big pieces of his family and like, Obviously, his family was very important to him. And so for them to just kind of be like, yeah, no, we're cutting you off. That's a big thing. Because I feel like with his personality, he low-key be doing stuff that his family be like, Cole, what? Mm -hmm. Like, he just give me that vibe that they they leave and come back. They gonna bounce back. Yeah, they gonna bounce back. But then I also was like, maybe not because this is on television. And if they are as strict and like as strong in their religion as you know he was saying like they may not appreciate his face being plastered all over the internet and not just that but being bashed all over the internet at that right so it's like you not you didn't go on tv and do some stuff that was like good like you went on tv and like got blasted (laughs) so there's a difference here right so there's a thing that's kind of like I don't know like it obviously we don't know we'll never know but I do feel like that is a big thing to consider when like if we gonna cut you off over this girl like you you didn't just go out and date a random girl like you did it on tv so the whole world got to see it um some people don't appreciate that kind of fame so it's just kind of like it it goes back and forth and with the whole thing of them being like whenever people in love is blind have parents that don't want to support it like there is going to be this pressure on the parents of like, well, why? And then everybody's looking for you because it's like, why why wouldn't you support your kid, right? And they don't probably don't want that backlash either. Um, You know, so I don't know. Those are just some things that go through my mind. But yeah, the reunion was crazy. And I'm so glad they were messy as hell. And they included the cuties thing at the end because that was an important piece to the story. Did you see the cuties? Yeah. And that that gave perspective of like, like, it's their side, my side, and the truth. Like that gave that yep. that type of uh, lesson. Yes, <laughs> like, because he honestly seemed like bewildered. Like he really <laughs> shocked at what she was saying, and like that's why I said personally I was triggered because I've dealt with people that literally will tell a full blown fabricated lie, and like have the entire world backing them like all the people and all the support backing them in this lie and it's a completely made up lie and it's like you don't know what to do in that situation because nobody's gonna believe you if you say that that's not what happened nobody's gonna believe you so you have no choice was already blasted to be one thing it's like anything they said about koam yep he did that and then exactly to a point where it's like okay hold on like I'm only seeing what they show so I need to make sure that like I'm I'm looking holistically as possible personally to compare him to the last season like my thing was when Shake came to the reunion and everybody was like basically on Shake's ass like mad at him and saying that he was an a-hole and like all that Shake was mean to everyone like every single person on the panel could get the smoke Cole was not like that. So like when Shake goes to the, and he took accountability for everything. Like when he sat down with Matt at the bar and was like, no, I pushed Colleen to basically say what she said, right? 
he took accountability then then he took accountability at the reunion and was like yeah like I messed up like I regret this if it hurt you and like all that comes like he was not pushing the blame on anybody else shake was like I am who I am. I like what I like. And y'all not finna make me feel different. And if you ugly, I'm finna call you ugly. I'm finna call you stupid. <laughs> like he was that. And so it was like, he wasn't just being mean to just deep D. He was being mean to the whole cast. So the like whole the whole cast. cast being mad at him was like valid. Cole was not being mean to the whole cast. And I personally believe that he was not like intentionally well, trying to yeah. hurt Zenith. So that's my opinion. You just don't think. I was really like, I was a little sad for Cole and I, I was shocked. I didn't think to be like that, but I was like, I know how it feels to be caught off guard with some lies, with some lies. And he <laughs> like, definitely I don't know. He's sitting there. He said, play it black, please play back. Please. <laughs> y'all got it. And Pull look, it <laughs> anybody, he was asking everybody for support and nobody was helping. Nobody they said I was too drunk. I was, all right. <laughs> uh, I see what y'all on. Like, I don't remember. Sorry. Okay. Now we all got amnesia because it's just going <laughs> to look bad. Like, for them, I feel like it was better for them to protect their image. Brennan like, was like, I think he's trying to ride the wave of like, we are one of the couples that are successful. I don't want nothing bringing me down. So I'm not going to support you. Basically. Exactly. Let's get into this season villain number two. <laughs> <laughs> Marty <laughs> and Nancy. Okay, well, I first want to say everyone on social media has been calling him barista, and it has been <laughs> cracking me up. Um, Bartiz is an interesting us. name. Him um, going to the barber and be like, all right, I'm going to give y'all what y'all want. I'm going to cut it all off. And then he came <laughs> back and just had a lineup to his pro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They were they were a couple. But I honestly feel like they were very, very close in what Cole and Zynaboy besides Nancy I think really was genuine like I think she really did love Bartiz Mm -hmm. but Bartiz was young too young to Mm -hmm. to understand life for real and I I get it I, I know that's not an excuse like you are 26 that's still old enough to know but like when you're superficial like that that's gonna take you having to get to a point of like you lose your your youth and mm-hmm. that's when maturity happens. Yeah, you have to be like ready. Are you ready for that? Right? Because he was yeah. just saying things like, especially the scene of when Nancy was talking about the properties that she owned and how she owned some with her ex. And he was mm-hmm. like blue about that. And I'm like, that's it's just a very young mind talking. Like, yeah. you can't just get rid of a home. Like, even if that was a mistake for her and she doesn't, she regrets buying it with her ex, it's still like, I can't just get rid of this house like that. Like, it's not just. <laughs> Of the finger so right. like, what and then it's also like you talking to a woman with five properties act like it like act like you with somebody who got some money G. <laughs> the moment you would have let that out your mouth and we walked into that property and i got to see what you was doing and he was like so you had to have put a lot of money into this okay she said yeah like a hundred thousand dollars yeah i would have shut my mouth right then yeah i would have known yeah. <laughs> it would have been over for me we would have stopped talking because that's all I needed to hear like you on your stuff and that's not your day job first of all like let's not do that because Nancy had a day job she was a speech pathologist and that is not an easy freaking job like I wanted to be a speech pathologist at the way way beginning of time before I even 
decided on social work and I realized how much work it was and also just how much schooling like the amount of schooling I didn't want to do but it's a lot of work and it takes a lot of patience it takes a really special type of person that's willing to put in the patience for the schooling as well as the patients to do the work every day you have to have a passion for it it's just like being in any other medical field and they may not get as much notoriety as like the people like as doctors or whatever but it is very like it's I will put it in the same boat in the same bucket so for that to be her day job she had the patience you know to go through that program and the rigorous like to go through such a rigorous program and do that every day but then also has properties making her money in the background like this is some grown this is grown 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 shit that's (laughs) talking right now like it's what you want to see somebody exactly. doing. At 30. Like, I personally would love to have properties at 30 and just have something like rent just going to my pockets. Um, and I don't think he was flipping houses, right? Like that wasn't her day he job. Was, he was very, he was giving like the example of somebody, I think who, who do we just say? Like, um, like Matt, once you decided you didn't want to be with her, everything she did was annoying you. Like, mm-hmm. She fold the clothes the wrong way. I just don't feel physically attracted. Like, I don't really want to deal with her today. Like she exactly. do anything and it's like, I don't really want to do this. But that's because she kept saying, I'm not who you want. Like in bleak terms, I'm just not who you want. And you're trying to like morph this whole situation, put these little braces that last forever on me and do all, you don't want me. So like, let's just be honest. And we could have figured that out long before saying I do at the altar. Let's be real. And personally, like I'll say, even going back to the beginning, I thought Bartise and Nancy were annoying. Like I thought that when they first got to the resort, like all they were doing was giggling and that was getting on my nerves. (laughs) Y'all too happy, G. G, like they didn't seem like they were talking about anything. It just seemed like all giggles. And I thought Nancy was just like an all giggles type of girl. And she was like kind of ditzy. It wasn't until they got to the apartments that I saw like, wait a second wait a second like Nancy isn't just all giggles like she low-key smart as hell and when they had that conversation about abortion and all that and she was staying very firm in her opinion no matter what she did not waver she was not laughing like it was thought through opinion it was very very it's like it gave it gave she thought about it versus I feel like for Bartises even he was kind of like what you know like uh I didn't really think this through, but like, this is what I'm going to say. Cause I'm on TV well, and it is what it is. And then also just regurgitating what you probably like, just things that you've seen, like, but like his opinion just sounded like you was just regurgitating people, other people's opinions, right? right? Like his response sounded very typical for like, I just couldn't imagine. I just, I, I don't like, we don't have to get into that on here, but I just don't like when people's responses are not like educated and they don't have like experiences or like it doesn't even have to be a personal experience but just education to back it right for sure and I I do think that what he said on the on the reunion was true like they were talking about something that's very hot topic right now and like they knew that that could really get them canceled so like that is something that that did show maturity on both their ends to even have Mm -hmm. a conversation about but it was like I don't know. It, it just kind of gave that same energy of I could see her age and her experience shining through mm-hmm. with everything she did. It just gave like, like even him leaving her at the altar was like, because I was waiting on her mom to deck that man. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. No, for real. No. 
speaking of her mom, when she said she had them goons behind her, she literally, she didn't say it directly, but that's what she was saying in code where she was like, I have the protection. Like I have, I have what I have to protect Nancy and defend her. If things get, if things go south, I don't know how she said it, but she, all I heard was protection and defense. And I was like, yeah, she got some uncles in the back. Don't even try and think. And that I can tell, even for Nancy, like she had to, she know what her family capable of. She like, mom, please, mom, like brother, you gotta <laughs> go. she make everybody leave. But she like, you don't even understand. You almost risked your life right here. <laughs> yes, literally. Like her brothers was not playing. They like, they knew. And also too, I think it is, it speaks volumes when like this, the scene that they had where he was talking to her brother's. And they're like, well, why do you want to be with my sister? You know, they was like real plain. Yes, yes, yes. And he was just kind of saying some real fluffy like stuff, which I feel like. And they like, she brought the best in everybody. Like, she <laughs> she's just her. nice. <laughs> like, we know she nice. We grew up with her. Like, she's nice to everybody. She's nice to the cashier. Like, we know that. So it was one of those things where I felt like, like that conversation, I felt like was a very prime example of all of their conversations. All of them, I feel like we're giving very basic and generic responses to the family members. Like, yes. oh, well, he just makes me smile a lot. And I just know that I haven't stopped smiling since I've been with him. That's what Colleen said. What does that have to do about character? Like, this is marriage. This is but not like, no oh, he just makes me butterfly. Like, they're in their pods. And like, they said it on the reunion. They're literally fighting for who they want so you're gonna talk and say and trauma dump and do whatever you can to like make the connection seem real to the Mm -hmm. point where when you get out and like now we chose each other we should have been in the pods really talking and we wasn't like we was in there really just trying to like make something work so I can make sure that she's gonna say yes when I ask to engage you versus like really getting to know each other and coming out with some with some real real statements yes and I feel like Lauren and Cameron, I need to rewatch the season, but personally, I felt like that they they got a lot of the heavier stuff out of the way. Um, not even just in the trauma dump form, but I think they really talked about each other's lives to the point where it was like, okay, once we got out, I'm not seeing nothing that I'm shocked. I'm not shocked by anything. Like we literally talked about all this stuff. So like they, she already knew that he had a home already built. So she knew before she even said yes that like. He has a home and I I think she was either with her parents or had an apartment. So it was like, okay, I'm either going to say yes to moving into his home or we're going to try and find enough. Like those are the things that are kind of like, we're not shocked by this versus like a prime example, not from this season, but from Lauren and Cameron's season was one of the couples in that season. I can't remember their names, but she waited all the way up until they said yes. And they did the apartments episode that to tell him that she didn't finish school had hella loans piled up I remember no job and it's like these are the real things like we're going back talking about these are the real things that we need to be talking about yeah you want to marry me and now you have loans and interest that's been piled up for years that's going to be technically in my name too that's important but that also too, like you were saying about picking somebody. Lauren and Cameron seem to pick each other a lot earlier in the the whole process than a lot of the couples do. So mm-hmm. then it ends up being like, okay, we're actually not picking each other until it seems like the altar. Like that's when it's like, okay, now we really getting into it versus like 
it's what they picked each other in the like the very beginning so that that mm-hmm. whole process they were actually going through it honestly of like okay how are we gonna make this work yep and I thought that was funny when Nancy's mom was like when she was asking him about his finances she's like what's your finances where do you work do you have loans we don't do loans yeah, she said, <laughs> and I was like not. period uh, no, for real she said we don't we don't do loans we pay for things in full like okay I, but he's not that. ready for that he's not ready yeah yeah speaking of school <laughs> the last couple a good transition the last couple sk and raven yeah i thought they're not the most drama so we didn't go from like least to most but they were they were like undertone drama i feel like we should have did sk and raven third and then we could have did I mean, barista and and, uh, Cole, Les, but either way, it doesn't matter because it is still like the drama is in every couple. No, really. Um, In different ways. Yeah. I personally just had feelings. I had interesting feelings towards this relationship because I never, they were the only couple that really kept me guessing the entire time. Like I never felt like- like raven was who she was the whole like i knew her type mm-hmm. sk i could not figure that man out i'm like i don't know if this man is a con artist if he's like actually genuine and like a lover boy i could not tell i did not know what sk was because he never really vocalized a lot of his opinions yeah and i felt like he was very like i also feel like he was one that was saying a lot of things that she wanted to hear yeah Um, and I was a little nervous because I felt like I never really knew 100% if she was like fully all in but she kept saying like you have to show me like the energy and the vibes and it'll like open me up basically which I felt that before like you might need someone to kind of bring it out of you right um and just see like how far he's willing to go and what does his energy level look like to bring yours out um, but one of the things that I was just kind of like, once they got together after the pods and she decided like, okay, we're not going to do anything until marriage. I was like, I feel like just based off of all of my experiences of things that I've watched in the past between this and married at first sight. Um, I feel like that's always an excuse that people give instantly when they're not physically attracted to the person that yeah and I was gonna say that I was gonna as say soon as they see that person in person they'd be like yeah like I just think we should wait till marriage and it's a perfect excuse because obviously you're you're getting married in four weeks so it's not that long of a time but then it's also like it gives you a reason to like not have to Slow be things down yeah and especially when you can tell it was her decision like SK kept making little comments that's like okay, like, I'm doing this for you, but, like, uh, don't really want to do this. So, Mm -hmm. like, it was all on her to, like, make that choice, and it did give at first, like, I don't know. Like, even when Martisa came up to her and was like, oh, like, I when I saw you, like, I'm like, dang, I should have chose her or whatever. I didn't initially take that as her defending her and SK's relationship. I thought it was more so, like, I just don't like you. Like, Mm -hmm. if I was with SK or not, I just wasn't, I wouldn't have chose you. Yes, and that was getting me every time because she would literally make that man look like a fool every time and he just kept coming back and embarrassing himself. 
that was so crazy like he would come back embarrass himself and then he would just be like I just feel like we're so like we would just look so good together like we would just naturally be paired together at a bar and she's just like I we are literally completely incompatible I would never ever date you in my life and he still was like okay I'm gonna come back and approach you again so that you can tell me the same thing again when she literally is like I just don't like you they are not the same type. Like, Bartise and Raven, I think he initially is like, oh, like, we would we would be, like, the, the couple that people turn and look at. But, like, I could not envision them in the same spots at mm-hmm. all. Like, especially when I'm just thinking about, like, downtown life. Like, I'm seeing Raven at a different club and bar than I'm seeing SK at. So, mm-hmm. it's not even he he was really going off his eyes and nothing else because he knows just his eyes she like what else are we gonna talk about you said we're all into fitness that's all we're gonna talk about like I do think that she was looking for someone that was going to bring out she knows you could tell and you could also tell from the pool party with the stuff that she was saying she knows that she's attractive that's like one of those things where like once you're already confident you're like okay next question like like okay next right. topic. because I already know I'm confident I mean I already know I'm pretty you don't have to tell me that. So like when Bartiste would just kept coming and being like, you're pretty, you're pretty, you're pretty. It's like, okay, and what else? Like, I don't want to talk I about I wish we would have saw more of her and SK having talks, like cute little talk dates, going to the coffee shops, going to the, cause like talking in the, in the house, I just feel that the contrast wasn't strong enough of like, mm-hmm. okay, Bartiste, I don't want you because you just think I'm cute. I'm with SK because he wants to know me beyond my beauty. But then when they got in scenes together, it just kind of seemed like she was talking and he was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like it wasn't giving, Oh, we're like really like picking each other's brains, but Mm -hmm. that might have not been showed. Like we might not have seen that, but it just didn't, I didn't see a lot of like, Oh, y'all actually having like heart to hearts. Yeah. Cause the public was really happy to see that they were still together. Um, And I personally, like, I'm never against, like, couples from this show staying together after because I'm a firm believer in none of this amount, none of these amounts of time is a long enough amount of time. Like, you should not be telling somebody you love them after three days. I think that is insane. And I think that, like. My mom was getting so blue. She, like, why they keep saying I love you? Like, they in the pod talking about I love (laughs) you so much. Like, like, calm down. (laughs) You don't have to say I love you. Like. It's just really crazy. And I know that there are some people out there that are like, you can love someone after two years and you can love someone after two days. I get it. But like, I'm not saying it though. (laughs) I'm I'm not going to say it. This is a very controlled environment. And you could tell people like Colleen, like Colleen, going back to her, she got rejected twice. Remember? So it's like, she got rejected twice. And then it seemed like, okay, like now I'm panicking. Like, the pickings are slim. People are getting married. Like I need to figure somebody out. And then all of a sudden you just like, oh my God, I love Matt so much. No, Matt was your third choice. You don't <laughs> love him. Like that he kind of show just... that you probably didn't even look at him in the pods enough to really even get those red flags early. Cause like this could have been alleviated if it was more conversation, but he your third choice. Like you probably did a couple conversations with him. Didn't really think too much of it. Then it's like, oh, actually but then that means you can't go to Matt's family and be like I always knew it was Matt I love Matt so much like Matt was just when they can go back and watch the show and see you got rejected two times and then you decided to pick him 
you know? So like that same thing can be applied here is like, it's just one of those things where you just never fully know, like, I guess what's going on behind the scenes. And I just personally feel like just to touch on the school topic, like him going to school is not a bad choice, but I do think it was a selfish kind of thing for him to go into this show knowing that he was going to school. So why are you trying to get your master's and get married at the same time? Like who's doing that? So Who's getting like, married while they're getting their master's if you haven't already been with that person for your whole life? If y'all been dating since you've been 16 and you want to get married during your like, that's a different story. And that's why it's like, yes, what Raven said was crazy. Like, okay, you're going to pay half my rent. Like, we all know that was like, what? But I think that it was a situation where like, him even just being like, I didn't want to marry you because you didn't you didn't want to move with me to Berkeley. It's kind of like we both saying stuff that's low-key not making sense because it doesn't make sense. It <laughs> makes sense for us to low-key just probably like what they're doing now. Date, see if it's going to work out, see if whatever. But to marry, like we both just scattering now just to try to make something align because it's like, I like you, you like me. But I'm not moving to Berkeley. You're not paying half my rent. What's the middle ground here? Like, exactly. What's the, and Berkeley is expensive, like, California is expensive. That's a big undertaking. Like, she can't move, like, I can't just up and move to a city that is double the cost of living than the city that I live in right now. Not not one time, two times. Two. So it's like, so, but it's I a high, yeah. Like, a critique for the overall show is that marriage at the end is just, like, too dramatic. And I understand we need the drama of, like, the ending to be like a, the I do and like do you say at the altar is so strong but what SK and Raven are doing of like we're dating beyond I still don't think that's a fail like I think that that's still showing what the experiment is doing and like what it's trying to do so why can't it just be some extravagant like date trip whatever why does it have to be at the altar you saying I do I thought that's very 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 strong for it's very strong that to be the end very strong <laughs> that makes people have to decide on a much higher level than if they're like well do you accept them to be in your life or whatever it is then it's like I can not have to put so much on this decision versus like yeah. marriage I gotta sign a license like uh, this is this is binding we gotta stop divorces are not cheap like, even if you guys haven't been together that long, divorces are still not cheap. And I do agree. I feel like it really should just be like, so are you going to pursue this relationship further? Yes or right. no? Right. And then it could be like, yes, we're going to keep dating and hopefully see where it goes. And then you could even have a follow-up episode where it could be like, okay, how are they doing? Like, we're doing like check-ins after six months, after a year. It's low-key cuter if we would have figured out that Lauren and Mary got, Lauren and Cameron got married online. Like, we figured out their wedding and saw it all. Like, that would have kept their fame, first off, because we would have been so interested in that process. And it's like, nice to see this is actually a decision that you guys made together. You guys thought about it, took the time, learned each other, and then now you're getting married. Versus like, y'all all all just got thrown into a wedding. And you, get to have, and you get to have your own marriage, not like a love is blind marriage, right? You get to have your own wedding, like not a love is blind wedding. I feel like based off of what the audience looks like, it seems like you only have a set amount of people that you can invite because the place is not that big. So it, it doesn't really seem like a real thing. It's like, yeah, okay. Like, and I were talking that we were like, um, 
We were like, Alexa, I know she mad, G. She like, my dad would have hooked me up. This little cheat wedding y'all got right here. <laughs> exactly. That girl would have had a big, wherever they're, like, their, their heritage and their culture and all of that, like, that would have been, like, a big deal, right? And so it's just kind of like, I don't know, it's just very interesting to see weddings being the end-all, be-all when, like, I literally, like, thinking about getting married right now makes me want to cry so it's like that anxiety of like you are nervous all the way up until they say I do too so like even if the wedding goes great you low-key spend half your wedding stressing so like it's not even as fun Mm -hmm. right and then that also gets to prove that love is not blind because you low-key need that comfort of time to make you right. feel good, like even believe it, to make though. you like, happy and make you believe it. I don't even believe that they can say love is honestly blind until now when they've dated a year out or they've been married a year out. Okay, y'all, y'all mm-hmm. had a little bit of time on your belt, but that initial wedding, even if they would have said I do at the altar, I still in my head I'm like, ah, I give it two months. They're not finna like I don't know. It would just take time to for me to really feel like these couples have overtook the experiment. And been able to to get married and, and stay married. Because I still believe, like, I want to see Alexa and Brennan a year out. Gee, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be waiting. Corporate man. I'm going to be waiting on what they're going to look like in a year. if they. I'm waiting them. on all of them. But then I feel like if SK and Raven do get married, that's going to be a whole nother. Like, that's going to re-up their fame. Because everybody's going to be like, SK and Raven's getting married. We're trying to see the wedding and the getting it all together and all that. Like, you know, it's going to be another way versus, like, these couples, they all had their moment and then it kind of just came and went. They all got married. Is it the same day? Like that too. It's like, this not even special. I'm getting married with eight other people. Like, well, I don't even know what the process even is because not to go off on another tangent, but like Zineb made a post apologizing in heavy quotes to Cole when basically she was just like, the whole apology was like, she kept saying, I'm sorry over and over again. But every single I'm sorry was like, I'm sorry you think I'm crazy. I'm sorry I'm your villain. I'm sorry that you think that I was lying. I'm something sorry she that kept. you think like something she could have kept. But the whole thing she said, because a lot of people in the comments were saying like she saw Deep D's like uh, speech that she gave at the wedding when Deep D was like, I choose me. She got and they're basically saying like she copied it. And then in the apology, she said, I'm sorry Deep D's wedding was a week before mine. So she was basically trying to say, like, I'm sorry it was right before. So basically, like, I didn't have time to, like, I didn't get to see her. So I didn't copy her. But I'm sorry that you think that. Right? Oh, and I'm sorry that you, all of y'all think that. But I was like, why would the seasons be back to back like that? Oh, that kind of makes sense, though. Because that you means they're, so? they're doing, because they're all in different locations. Like, Deep D was in Chicago. They're in Texas. So like they're probably just building these little places up and recording in all these different places over the course of however much time. Like a power, a power three months or whatever it is. That makes sense. I was like so confused. She's like, I'm sorry. She yeah, she said, I'm sorry, Deep D's wedding was a week before mine, long before I knew you or her story. Yeah. So I think that they do, they do do it as like. One in Chicago, one in Texas. One in, I think the, the next one's in North Carolina and then one somewhere else. Like they record probably two in two in one so they can just get the seasons out quick. Yeah. That's interesting. Which yeah. once again, like reality shows just making our reality. Like <laughs> what? Like really like trying to make this stuff seem like it's real when it's not. 
Very wild. Very wild, but very cool also to see how, like, we can get so invested. Like, eight episodes, ten episodes of people that, like, at first we knew nothing about. They do these, like, love stories, and everybody's just super, like, rooting for and invested and, you know, going through the ups and downs, which is crazy because it's like, we don't even know these people. Mm-hmm. And, like, what if, <laughs> I be wondering, like, they need to bring their exes on for the reunion. So, like, how were they outside in the, in the yes. pack of L'Oreal? <laughs> There was somebody where I, oh, I, it was Nancy. I wanted to see what her ex looked like because. Get back with him. If he can. When you see her, when you saw her, her dad in that cowboy hat and what her brothers look like. I'm like, I'm just very interested to see what her ex looked like. Cause I want to see what they was thinking when they saw obviously what her ex looked like. And then barista. <laughs> and to see like past people to kind of see what they like, if they really went against their type. Cause I think that sometimes people might've lucked up and got their type. Like, cause there's like a, I think there's a thought that we're only going off of looks when we say we have a type, but I think there is a mixture of like, some people might like the Raven type of girl who has the it girl type feel. So you get in the mm-hmm. pod and you feel that. So you're like, I'm gonna choose her. So you mm-hmm. choose her and she's not too far off what you think she would look like. So mm-hmm. like, I think sometimes people do look up with, they, with the person that they choose end up being their looks type as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is still like luck of the draw. So I don't know. Well, guys, you you still have to get lucky. That's my last thing. You still have to get lucky in the sense that like, once again, love is not blind because you do want to have someone that you can physically like be attracted to and like be attracted to and like want to do things, other things with. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Yes. Well, guys, that's season three. I am ready for season four. I'm ready. I think the ultimatum is coming on probably before season four. Oh, yeah. That's a whole conversation for a whole different day because that show is a hot mess. And personally, I can't take it. I really, this show may get another watch out of me. The ultimatum may not, but. (laughs) No, the ultimatum was honestly like, when I say the low end of reality TV. The best. But that's the thing is that low end reality TV is low key high end because you want that like what? <laughs> <laughs> the bigger the what, the better. You like the bigger the what? That... Season next season, I'm watching. Yeah, that's true. I think I will be tuning in to Love Is Blind season three because I am still always going to be trying to figure out if we're gonna get another Lauren and Cameron, and I think that's always what's gonna give me the views because or give them the views because that's I'm always gonna be trying to figure out if we're gonna get another hit. And yeah. not all these misses. Lauren said to make her the fairy pod mother, and I'm waiting on it. So Period. I, I hope they get that. They get that in the works. Mm-hmm. Give her that deal. Oh yes. Well, guys, we'll see you next week. Next week. So that's all we have for you today. In order to make sure that we keep growing, like, leave a review, and tell a friend. Bye.